Welcome to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. And I'm Scott. Follow us on Twitter at WDMR Podcast. Please. Follow us on Facebook at When Daniel Met Rich. Please. Let's get to know each other. And let's get to know Scott. Yeah, Scott's here. Moving on. All right. <laughs> no. Is, well, who is Scott? Explain who Scott is. Scott is our new video engineer. That's true. Yes. He's editing the videos because I don't have time. Yes. Sounds like a goddamn cop-out to me, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know the struggle. It's a collaboration, really. We work, so. we work for the same company, and that's important, too. And we also made a documentary together, which is especially important. Thanks for being here. Where Scott and I there just met. Yeah. Which is the fun part of the podcast. Also true, yeah, because you guys are going to get to know each other during all of this. Yes. And it's, you know, just, I'm also, it's okay with me because you can't be here for every show. You happen to be able to he- be here because you got off of work early, which is fine. But if I had to see that hairdo every single Saturday, I would quit the show. I'd but, start wearing flannels again and we'll put on the Sonic Youth shirt, man. Oh, no, that works too, There's a real Kurt Cobain yeah. vibe coming over here. It really is. That's the last thing he wanted to hear, and that makes me happy. <laughs> it's just about the hair. You know, I love you. I love you. Sometimes I just wonder why you don't man bun. Uh, because I have some self-respect. Oh, okay. No, where's the hair? <laughs> well, where's we'll the hair? That's so where the hair, and that's fine. Oh. That's fine. Oh. That's fine. He's used to this, everybody. Absolutely. Latest, so what's been going on? The, the, the most important thing is that we're getting Twitter reactions right now from uh when uh from uh Ant Man and the Wasp early release Twitter reactions. People are allowed to do Twitter reactions before they say anything, and this says at Evangeline Lilly is one of my new favorite superheroes. Oh, and I know how you feel about yeah, Evangeline. Yeah, the Lily. basket of suck wherever she goes. I'm not a big Evangeline Lily fan. At yeah, that's all. fine. You at know, all she. Well, the you're Hobbit just is you're not really grinds my gears. <laughs> yeah. No, it's almost. True. Yeah. yeah, he's really upset. I just wanted to sneak that in there. You know, that's you fine. don't you don't have to like Evangeline Lily. That's fine. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go full tilt on that. It's been covered completely. You're gonna watch so. Ant Man and the Wasp and just be like, damn. She was fine. I am. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I. I still better than any Superman movie. Oh, we we gonna throw shade like that? <laughs> huh? I didn't realize we we're gonna go into the nerd realm today. Shit. We're not. I'm sorry. I just yes. wanted to do that. It's anyway. dangerous to go alone. Use this. <laughs> I have my own pen. I know. I have a pen right marker. Here. That's fine. Anyway, <laughs> sharpie for your butt. Anyway. Ooh. So sharp. Can uh, you get high off an enema sharpie? I, I, I'm not sure if it's been tried, but you're welcome to. We're about to find out. I mean, you can get drunk off of drinking through your ass, yeah. so maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Ooh. Now there's there's this the weird fumes. like there's this weird thing online where like girls that post nudes and everything, they're like mm-hmm. any requests, mm-hmm. and like the number one thing is sharpieing your butt. <laughs> It's, it's just the weirdest thing. I don't know. I've seen all it all right. over Why? the place. Why? There's actually a subreddit called Butt Sharpies for people to do this. And Please tell me they draw with it. No. Right. no. Yeah, all right. Draw but, a little pair of eyes. But there will be, there it's will a be duck some, face. There will oh my be some God. that get the full 24-pack of different colored Sharpies and go all at once to see how many they can fit in there. And my comment on that is always, please remove all the caps and sneeze. The opposite side of the wall would look like a clown shit <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> so I'm yeah. always I'm always hopeful for that. It never happens. But 
Anyway. Tell that son of a bitch, Lowry Keller, <laughs> that we're freaking... We're recording. We're recording a I'm, show. I'm, I'm doing this it. This is a mutual I'm friend from it. work. This is a mutual friend from work. Oh. He ought to know better. That son of a gun. That How dare jerk. you, Lowry? We're trying to record. Anyways. Damn it. Anyway. No, it would, I have a I have a I have a topic today. I could start okay. because Let's I always I always end. I always like hijack the topics because I have things that's that I always like. Fine. Just get excited to talk about. Okay, that's fine. I want to start this um, with the morality of homelessness. Okay. Okay. In the respect that I have a hard time with character um, homeless people because there are some that are funny. And I want to laugh at them. I want to do impressions of them, but they are in a poor spot, right? Right. To begin, there is a signature character. Brian had to step out for a second. We have lost our Brian. We lost Brian. That's, That's okay. okay. No, there's some characters. Well, there was a motorcycle outside at the same time that he was getting out, and it threw me off. It threw me for a loop. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, there's I thought a, he was a diesel um, engine, too, for a second. <laughs> yeah, so I work in Boulder. I work at grocery stores in Boulder, and um, one of these stores gets a large amount of homeless in. And I, you know, it's obviously we aren't – I think it's okay to laugh at their, their, uh, uh, at their personalities, and not their situations, right? But it's hard, and sometimes I want to talk about it, but then is it rude to joke about them, right? Because I have issues. And we're obviously going to laugh because I am about to do impressions of them, <laughs> but just to get the point across, okay? Right. To begin, uh, there's a regular that comes in, tall guy, and he, he speaks gibberish, but he's also, he's always, he's very friendly okay. um, at the same time, right? And he'll, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to describe this character, um, but he'll say gibberish. So I'll be talking to say a manager and he'll walk up and he will go, <clears throat> look at you, how you're rolling your hips, looking all funny. <laughs> you're doing the dance, like the dancing bears and the gypsies doing their rituals. <laughs> so that's one. Character. He's getting a real Cosby vibe off that, and I just got I really creeped out. He does. <laughs> oh. He is very Cosby-like, and sometimes you can't even understand what he says. Yeah. Okay, and what brought this whole thing to a head and where I felt like I really needed to talk about it is that there was another one. I found out he was homeless when he was walking past me um, to confirm. He obviously looked homeless. He was very dirty. Um, and I was talking. sure he wasn't just a student at the college there? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I was talking in the aisle. And uh, this is where I knew that I had to bring this up on the show. I'm stalking in the aisle, and he's kind of short, right? And he walks up, and I think he, he might have had some kind of Tourette's. He also had some kind of issue um, because he was talking to himself. Now, uh, ahead of time, I kind of know the homeless people that you want to avoid are the ones that are talking to themselves, yeah, right? Mostly. Could, could that be the pizza right now? Um, possibly. I'm not entirely sure. Marker, uh, not marker, but uh, here. Let me yeah. let me pull up the. Oh, because you can pull up when the pizza arrives, right? Let me let me get in the front door camera here. Nice. Nothing there. Just no barking. action. Okay, cool. Just barking. Um, and we're gonna go back in. Okay. So uh, I worked at Target, and I worked with a guy who was going to uh, school because he wanted to work with homeless as a social worker person, like mm -hmm. a social justice. 
and he said uh and i was like man if i wanted to do like a mini documentary like i've I've thought about it just to kind of define the like the real homeless issue and he said well if you take a blanket and some some blankets and sandwiches down those people will talk your head off about their plight right if they're talking to themselves do not approach them because those those are the ones who are going to try and kill you because they think the government sent you right so as this guy approaches me i'm working an aisle and um he is talking to himself but he's also blatantly talking shit about me to my face so he drops his backpack as he's walking past me to get a drink on the other side of me and he's saying fucking kid what the fuck are you doing you're supposed to be finished already i would be finishing out of the store if i was doing this shit talking shit right Mm -hmm. well why aren't you working fast enough exactly right and he set down his backpack so i'm thinking is this guy about to fucking attack me right and he walks past me he gets his drink and i just freeze for a second because i'm just kind of like i'm just gonna let you do what you're gonna do and get it go away because i'm not letting my guard down you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and he walks past me and he goes back and he picks up his backpack and then he leaves now what deters from this whole situation is that he had a very very high-pitched voice (laughs) when he was doing this so he approaches and he set down he sets down his backpack and he goes, Fucking kid, I'm gonna fucking beat your ass. <laughs> oh no. He's like, I'd be fucking done right now. What's your fucking problem? And he just walks past me. I didn't say a word back to him, and he's leaving. He's a fucking bullshit. I'd be fucking finished right now if I did the job. <laughs> this is it's a moral implication where it's like it's tough. It is so tough, and I want to talk about these guys, and I want to do these things, but where do we draw the line? Because you have things like hobo fights online, right? Yeah. You have things that are degrading to people as people. Right. Where do we draw the line in terms of where this is an issue? Um, man, that's a tough call. I know. Because, well, the, the issue with homelessness is that a lot – it has been – Severely increased since the 80s mm-hmm. when Ronald Reagan decided to go and shut down all the mental health facilities. Oh, that's something he did. Rife with abuse and everything. Oh, yeah. What a gentleman. Yeah. So he went through and he closed down a bunch of these mental health centers, you know, insane asylums and whatnot. And that was typically where we kept the schizophrenics and the bipolars and anybody that was anybody that was a risk. Right. To other people and themselves out on the street. Mm-hmm. And since then, homelessness has been on the rise. And I think it kind of depends on the situation as far as, because when, as far as bum fights go, we've, we've got, we've got Kim Kardashian out there. Yeah. Right. I compare what she does to bum fights. There you go. It's it's essentially the same. The difference is that she signed a contract. Mm-hmm. Probably just as popular, too. Absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I mean, do they know what they're doing when they when they're getting into bum fights? Are they are they signing a waiver? Also true. Are they like, oh, I get to fight this guy for a sandwich. Bring it on. Yeah. Or are they, you know. Oh, cool. I get, you know, 50 bucks in a hotel room, you know. Exactly. And that's one thing that's stopped me from recording. So you're kind of suggesting if they're staged? Almost. Well, I'm suggesting the level of compensation. Right. And I don't. And the level of involvement of the person's mental state. Like, okay. if they know what they're doing and they're, they feel they're being compensated adequately, then I think that's acceptable. Exactly. And that's that's the next part where it's like I want to record them to show my wife. I wouldn't display it. I wouldn't show it for all. You know what I mean? Because 
they're still a human being. I can't do that. You like I'm morally implicated. That's one thing that I draw the line with myself. You know what yeah. I mean? Where it's like what I love to record uh, the the guy that sounds like Bill Cosby and all the crazy fucking gibberish he says. Yes, is it the right <laughs> thing to do? No, it's not, and I don't. Right. You know what I mean? As much as I'd love to, you know, show that to my wife and for my wife to see that she would. It, my wife just feels highly uncomfortable about, around the homeless too, mm-hmm. um, because there's this other aspect where you have. Um, people that are just not good people right where you've got for instance uh i went the wrong way when i was 18 um and i was like driving in denver for the first time i went to go see a a a hard rock show and and by hard rock i mean fucking crazy crazy metal oh yeah thrash pit shit it it was what name it oh it was it was a local band you wouldn't know Uh uh-huh sure and so we shut up and so i'm I'm like I'm walking back to my car and I'm walking past a guy and I like I didn't really pay attention to what he was doing. He was homeless and I found out because he went for a high five. I high fived him. He grabbed my hand and said, "Can I have a dollar?" Uh, and he and I'm like, "I'll give you a dollar if you fucking like go in my hand." <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Because I was like, "Great, who does that to a stranger?" That was just like fucking awkward. Right. So I gave him a dollar and I left. And then I went the wrong way on a one way street, and this guy flags me down, and he goes the other way, the other way, like, and he's telling me I'm going the wrong way, and I'm like, "Fuck, okay." And so I tr- and I and I turn around and I go in, and he runs up to my door. And he goes, let me in. No. Yeah. (laughs) That door is usually – and on that, I was really bad about locking the passenger side of that van that I used to drive. Um, And that time it was locked, thank fucking God, because he tried the handle first. He wanted to get in my van, and he just tried it, right? Um, And then there was a lesson that – you know, my my wife had to learn where we went to uh, we were having dinner at Wendy's and there was a homeless woman outside with her chihuahua um, eating. Uh, they were just like chilling out and she had walked in to get a cup of water from the soda fountain. And that's when my wife saw her and my wife was like, let's buy her a meal. And I said, that's fine, but she's going to chew our ear off and she's going to start asking us for things because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And you just don't open that door because they walk into it and into your house, basically. They would if you were in front of your house, right? Um, oh, yeah. So – and I had to explain this to my to my wife, and it became kind of a situation where I walk out, and I'm, I'm like, hey. And she's like, oh, hi. And I was like, just uh, making sure you don't leave because my wife is buying you a meal right now. And she's like, oh, that's so nice. And uh, I thought you were coming out here to give me shit because everyone gives me shit for being here and blah, 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 and telling me to go away. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And so I'm talking, and she's chewing my ear off. At one point, she does make mention, you know, I like being right here next to Total Beverage because I got to get my daily shot, Yeah. you know? So I'm like, okay, so you're, like, literally telling me that the money you get is to, you know, go and buy what alcohol. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's wonderful. And so uh, we, we're we sitting there next to the window, and I'm like, well, I got to go because my food's already cold by the time I finally got away from her because she's chewing my ear off. And so I get inside, and we're eating, and we uh, we finally eat, and I'm like, all right, time to jet. And I'm just watching her, and, you know, she's facing away from us, but I know she's waiting for us to leave. Mm-hmm. She's waiting for us to leave. And I'm like, let's try and go. And I'm like, when we leave, and I'm telling my wife, when we leave, we have to get to the car because she's going to follow us and ask for a yeah. ride someplace. It's going to happen. And we get in the car, and we start driving away, and sure enough, she's she's trying to catch us. And despite the fact that she was facing away, I'm like, yeah, I know you're watching us out of the corner of your eye, pretending like you're not going to bother us for anything. Yeah. And 
So she, <laughs> sure enough, she's running, and, and Sarah's like, stop, stop, she's coming. And I'm like, I told you this was going to happen. Yeah. I'm trying to fucking drive away right now. And so we stop, and she's, she's like, can you drive me to my mom's and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sorry, we got stuff to do, and we leave. So it's just this whole part, and that was that, that lesson for my wife because we, you know, she's honestly scared of home, the homeless. You yeah. know what I mean? She hasn't been in too many situations around them. I've been to New York twice. Yeah. If not three times, I think. No, I've been there twice, and I've been to Chicago multiple times. I don't think she's that used to them in comparison, and so she, it's been a learning experience. So it's you know another hard cake to cut. Yeah. Well, and homeless are different all over the country. It's so true. It depends on the city you're in. Like there's there's different homeless all over the place, and they all have their different personalities, and there's still the similarity that ties them all together. I right. don't know what it is about mm-hmm. living on the street in Chicago that turns you into a Chicago homeless. Yeah, right. You know, but it's probably because you have a gun on you. Right. That's yeah. the difference. <laughs> that. You, uh, you want to see something surreal, uh, go to downtown Denver, maybe two, three o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Into um, your mic more. Oh, right. Just, <laughs> <laughs> um, so just go down there and just start driving around. Like last time I was down there, they, uh, I was just trying to go to work because I worked down there at the time, and uh, there was just a herd. And there was moving, mm-hmm. like maybe 60, want, 70 people just walking around. I wonder if they had just gotten kicked out of the shelter. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, what was happening was they they heard something was happening, so they just decided to move, pick up and go. Right. But um, along with the whole moral implications and everything, what about the fake people? The ones who are just standing there that obviously have enough money to support themselves. That's a wonderful point that you make, yeah. and they're using said money to support themselves. Yeah, they make more money than I do. <clears throat> I've had to make a new rule for for homeless veterans because they're – here's the deal. If you're uh, not too clean. That's the thing. My brother-in-law uh, got kicked out of his house mm-hmm. by his fucking bitch wife, now ex-wife, thankfully. Sorry, Brian. Uh, <laughs> wrong brother-in-law. Wrong Sorry. brother-in-law. My bad. Brian's <laughs> never been married. He's a fucking. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, and they will, you know, remain nameless, of course, uh, out of respect, and I'm, uh, you know, right. they're friends though. And uh, he got kicked out, and you know, he, while he had, to, he ended up in his car for a week or two, I think. You know, uh, he ended up just going to the VA and going, "Hey, I need this setup," and they bought, they got him the down payment of uh, deposit for a place. Mm-hmm. And he was in his door. The government does take care of veterans. He uh, has also not been active service for some time. Okay. So he like, so you look at this and it's just kind of like, well, do veterans really have an excuse? There are there some veterans that are abusing alcohol and take the deposit for a place and blow it on drugs, things like that, right? Yeah. The the VA is notoriously hard to work with, though. Are they? Yeah. Like, well, you look yeah. downtown, they, they're still building or they stopped building or whatever, that giant hospital. Mm-hmm. It's just basically a money pit. Yeah. Also That's true. Right there, UC Health. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my grandpa gets taken care of uh, by VA hospitals. The, the number of failures far outweighs the number of successes. Mm-hmm. Do they? And, I mean, the VA does its best to help veterans. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But the veterans have to be able to help themselves to a degree. Also true. So the veterans that can help themselves and get to the VA and everything, those are your success stories. Okay. Now there's some veterans that are just, they're too broken. Whether it's, you know, they 
they have no family and they lost their legs and whatever. And right. The VA is like, all right, well, we helped you out. We got you here. Here you go. It's like, but I still need help with this. And they're like, well, here you go. Mm, kind of great. thing. Yeah. Wonderful. And that, and that's not to even mention the ones that are just mentally broken. Like when, when I was living downtown, there was a, there was a homeless gentleman that would always, he was begging for money for booze and he was upfront about it. Mm-hmm. He was like, look, man, the guy already bought me a sandwich. I'm just looking for a beer. Can you, can you spare like a buck or two so I can get a beer? And I was like, hey, you know, you're straight up about it. Here you go. And of course, you know, once you say, here you go, the conversation starts. Yep. Turns out this guy was a Navy SEAL and he was an underwater demolitions expert. Whoa. So he was the guy that would do the deep dive, go under the boat, plant the explosive, get a good distance away and then push the button. Wow. To blow up the boat from underneath. And he would be told his targets through the earpiece and everything and be tracked and all that. And then he found out that it wasn't necessarily during war that he was doing this. Oh. And it wasn't necessarily targeting other military boats while he was doing this. Mm. So Typical. He, <laughs> he was telling me how he was blowing up civilians. There was children on these boats possibly great and then he kind of snapped and walked away from me so he was one of those that knew when he was getting close to the edge and when he would snap he would get away from people so that he didn't end up in a scrap again. yeah yeah so he was aware enough to do that but he was not aware enough to get himself to a va and get the help he needed or he tried and was turned away i don't know yeah and to be honest, his story could have been bullshit. I don't know. But he, there was genuine pain behind his experiences. Yeah. So. And I mean, we don't do a spectacular job with that, with our veterans. No. And we really should. We nah, No, no, absolutely. And that's the tough part, right? Is that none of this is black and white. No. And we, we say that a lot, that there's shades of gray. We're never going to be on one side of the spectrum going, oh, well, they don't have this issue and these guys do have this issue. And I'm not yeah, – I see where you're winking at me, Scott, you son mm. of a gun. But, you know, we, we're on opposite sides of these spectrums. But, the, you know, we're in the middle. We're definitely on the middle with all the, all these things where we do understand that, you know, not every veteran on the side of the road is, is, is going, well, I need help because blah, 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 mm. and I suck you know there are people who need a little bit more than just a down payment on a house right. you know what i mean they need to be able to manage their lives they need to be able to think about these things and like come full circle but yeah no and it sucks because you can't also look at it from from the outside no because you're not the person doing this i don't think any of us are veterans here right no no yeah so you, i've got plenty you, of friends that are veterans same there you go yeah yeah guy i work with is a uh well, a couple guys I work with, former Marines. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Inactive Marines. Marines get pissed off if you say they're former Marines. They're like, you're a Marine for life. And I'm like, wow, did boot camp do a fuck job on your head? Yeah, ain't that the truth? <laughs> And I love so, that you point that out because, you know, there are some people that uh, will go into the workplace and then have a military state of mind. Yeah. And they, you know, they want a tight ship. 
ran. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, but it's <laughs> let's not. Uh, there are some people that you know. If you're a manager and you want to run run shit like a boot camp, you're going to treat people like shit because you're that's lose a lot of how you get. Yeah, you are going to lose a lot of people because not all of us are soldiers. Right. You know. He he brought in the air of discipline without the teeth good. behind it. That's so good. it was kind good. of like this is what I will accept. This is what I will not. This is when you get your ass kicked. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this is where the line is. Fall into it. It's true. Yeah. Kind of thing. No, when they're calling you a maggot because you yeah. didn't do a good enough job yeah. or a he child re- or a baby. Yeah. He remained respectful in all of his yeah. interactions mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm, and that's kind mm-hmm. of the key there. Yeah. Is, you know, you can call somebody a magnet with re- or a maggot without disrespecting them uh, yeah. <laughs> to a degree, I guess. I don't sure. Know. I don't think he ever called anybody a maggot. But Yeah. You can't do things like that, though. Yeah. Not in the professional workplace. Yeah. We're not going to war. We are going to work. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's a little bit of a, a better story, but I've, I've heard from my dad works for the Department of Energy out in uh, Tennessee. Okay. He works at their nuclear plant. Word. And uh, a lot of veterans actually get hired on as like security detail. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Which is also good. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, he was telling me a story about his buddy Tyson when they were going to work one day and it was raining or snowing or something. And, uh, like every time you go up to the, to the gate, you have to take off your badge and give it to him because it's just security. And, uh, one that day Tyson decided he wasn't going to do that. And he was actually going to just keep the badge like inside the truck or like around his lanyard or something. And, uh, he just like hands it out the window and this guy, who is obviously former military, he just grabs the lanyard and yanks his head out the whole window. Oh. He's just like, you hand me your damn badge next time. Oh, wow. wow. Throws him back in the truck. <laughs> oh. That'll like, do Ooh. it. Nice. <laughs> Holy moly. That's awesome. Right? Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so That's a way to do it. Yeah. There are some situations you can get away with these things. Most of the time, it's just wiser not to do that. Yeah. I think we're getting closer and closer to the day, you know, w- with zero tolerance policies in terms of violence at work. You know I what I mean? So. We're getting closer and closer to a golden age. Yeah. Of wussiness or what? Of people getting, like, fired for threatening violence. I mean, I don't uh, know. It's yeah. like, you know, just. Oh, yeah. I've gone through several workplace violence training seminars and mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. I can't bring a regular utility knife to work. Are you serious? Yep. What? For a job that pretty much requires a utility knife. Yeah. I cannot bring a utility knife to work. Oh, my gosh. Because it could be used as a weapon. This is a regular box cutter. Just the slide razor blade comes out like that much. Slides back in. Plus, it's a liability because I could hurt myself. And I'm like, I've been operating a utility (laughs) knife since I was like seven. Yeah. If I cut myself, it's my own damn fault. It's true. Fuck you. I'm bringing my blade. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know? That makes Come sense. Come take it from me. Well, there's some things like that, right? And then I have a coworker who said that he called another coworker out on their bullcrap and he got like grabbed by the scruff and shoved up to a wall. Oh. And threatened with a with a punch. Uh, Eric, if you're listening right now, we're talking about this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he called it. He called a guy out and said, "Obviously, you didn't do these things. You said you did. And you're trying to. You're like lying to my face right now." And the guy grabbed him by his scruff, actually broke his gold, his necklace. He had a nice gold chain or something, and it actually like broke it. Shoved wow. him up against the wall and did the whole like gesture. And it's just kind of like, hmm. It's like I know you're not throwing that punch, but you're already like in deep crap. Eric played it cool, I guess. Didn't really take it all the way up like he could have. Or either that or he did report it and it didn't go anywhere. 
Which is very common. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, or at least in our workplace, right? Where yeah. people will like get away with the absolute like worst crap. But also and that brings in the new shade of, of gray where it depends on where you work. Yep. Yeah. Silly. It's Silliness. Goofy. We don't we're goofy business. Going on a diatribe about we this are. one. But this is a dark beginning yeah. to an episode. Maybe we can go uh, lighter. Anyway, I've had I've had a few interactions with homeless and I've got a key one for each major city that I've been to. So Atlanta, oh. Georgia. Um when I was in high school, the our marching band went to the Peach Bowl to perform the field show mm-hmm. for the Pe- for the Peach Bowl. It's kind of the high school bands are there too. And okay. Everything. Well, uh, we were taking the coach bus everywhere, and I my stomach soured, and I was like, I've got to shit so bad. Oh. And we were on our way to a restaurant. I went to the bathroom. Everybody else got off the bus, and I ended up locked on the bus. Oh, great! So I'm like freaking out because. Now I've just emptied myself. I'm pretty hungry. Yeah. It's time to eat, but I can't get into the restaurant because I'm locked oh, on the bus. No. So I'm like, <gasps> a homeless guy outside sees me, flags the bus driver and gets him to let me in. Uh, let me off the bus. Cool. So I went to that guy. I was like, dude, thank you. And he was like, hey, man, heal me. I was like, absolutely. You <laughs> helped me. Here you go. And I was I handed him all the cash I had. Which nice. Was like five bucks, but. Right. He was like, oh, man, thank you. Thank you. Now I can get something to eat. And I was like, no, man, thank you. Now I can get something to eat. We're, yeah. we're straight, man. And I was like, just do better. Help yourself. You know? And he was like, thank you, man. Thank you. So. And then when I was living here downtown, I had a garage in the back alley behind my house that was structurally unsound. I could not use the garage. For insurance purposes. Ah. Which meant homeless people camped out in there. Oh, God. So I had like four homeless guys living in this garage. What? And I had a big dog, so I wasn't too, too worried about it. Right. The benefit there was that I went back there, took him a case of beer, sat there and talked to him for about hmm, two and a half, three hours. Okay. And got to know these guys. They're alcoholics, not functional alcoholics. These are guys that need to drink to keep their hands steady. Mm. Mm. They've been drinking so long that if they go too long, they lose muscle control. So they were like, do you, do we have your permission to be back here? And I was like, I can't do that. It violates my lease. But if, if there's an issue or anything, knock on the door, I can, I'll do what I can to help you. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, Oh, thank you. Now the benefit there was that I knew it was the devil I knew. Yep. So I didn't have to worry about crack addicts. I didn't have to worry about meth heads. Yeah, you don't want to walk in. I didn't in. have to worry about heroin addicts. I didn't have to worry about any of the homeless breaking into my house. Yeah. Because not only did I have a big dog, I had four alcoholic guard dogs. Yeah, right. That, too. that were extremely territorial. Oh. They cool. were like, get the fuck out of my space. This is my space. Break a beer yeah, bottle and just threaten a heroin addict. Yeah. So that was good stuff. Come get some. And then in Chicago, and the guy was just rude, just a jackass. He was like, "Give me some fucking money," and I was like, "Dude, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> Earn it, bitch. Yeah, yeah, right. He was like, "I'll I'll shine your shoes and and I'll ask you a question, and if I know the answer before you answer, then uh, you owe me ten bucks." And I was fuck like, off. "I was like, no, dude." And he shut was, up, go away. He right. was like, "I bet you I could tell you how many kids your parents have." And it was like me and three other guys. He was like, I can tell you how many kids your parents have. 
just by looking at you. Okay. And if I'm right, you got you owe me ten bucks. And my one buddy was like, okay. And I was like, <laughs> stop. What the fuck are you doing, man? So this guy goes on his spiel and he's like wiping crud off our shoes and everything. We're wearing tennis shoes. It's not like they need to be shined or anything. Oh, man. And he goes, all right. The answer, none, 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 and none. Kids of baby goats. <laughs> God damn it. Shit. And I looked at him and he was like, you owe me 10 bucks. And I smiled and I was like, my parents are goat farmers. <laughs> Make sure we're not from Indiana before you play this gag. Right. And he was like, mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was completely bullshitting. But well, sure. But I was like, you're not getting 10 bucks from me, man. This, uh, this, that's geez. just dumb. Yeah. So that, that was my experiences. I tried to keep it short there. But No, that's so cool. Most most of the homeless, they just get tired of being treated as in, invisible. Mm-hmm. They don't, mm-hmm. you know, think about it. Think about how lonely it is to be surrounded by people and none of them acknowledge that you exist. It's true. Yeah. So. Find a homeless guy and give him some socks. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Anyway. That's the thing. I'll give I'll give homeless people uh, <laughs> like food. Nice. I'll give them food regularly. You know what I mean. But then I'll see you know other people give stuff a couple dollar bills and a pack of cigarettes with a couple in there and then yeah. give them hand them over. That's another thing. I'm not giving you shit if I see you smoking on the street corner. Sorry. If you're holding the sign and you're smoking at the same time, like I'm just kind of like, so what? I'm feeding your habit to kill yourself. So like on on your way home from Boulder, you you go up a certain exit and there's always a guy parked right there like almost every day. Yep. And he's always wearing decent clothes. Yeah. He always has tons of food around him. That's the next thing. There's always a cooler yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's like why are you even pretending anymore? One it's illegal, two you're faking it. Yeah. One of my favorite stories about homeless though comes from one of my buddies. So, for a little context, this this is what he looks like, everybody. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. I'm gonna keep show us all on the video. Gonna keep oh, names. there he is. Nice. Gonna keep names a little bit private for now. But okay, he walks by like they they go downtown to go drinking one night just because they're having fun, and uh, they're walking down an alley and there's a couple homeless guys in it. Whatever. Um, the homeless guys look up and they stop him. And they say, "Where the hell did you get such nice clothes? How much you make today?" <laughs> He's like, <laughs> "I'm not homeless, you dick." <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wonderful. So he's just Wonderful. like, oh, bullshit, you're not homeless? <laughs> look at the scruff. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you look like Jesus. You just need some sandals. <laughs> yeah, basically. Nice. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If they made a comedy about Jesus coming back, you know, if, if the rapture was suddenly now and he came back, people would be, like, handing him money because they're like, you're a homeless person. You know what I mean? <laughs> or maybe they wouldn't because he would also be, like, uh, Middle Eastern and, you know. Yeah. People would be like, if you go back to your country. <laughs> oh, man. Here, anyway. Now, that's an interesting question. That is. Well, I'm not, you know, what not if, that that's my point of view or anything. But. Uh-huh, sure. What if you woke up on the morning of your 30th birthday, mm-hmm. and there was a Jesus voice, in your bed? A voice telling oh. you that you were the son of God, and you are the second coming. Because that's the whole thing, is that Jesus didn't really know that he was the son of God until he was like 30. Really? What? Interesting story. I don't know. Would you tell a 12-year-old? Because a 12-year-old would probably be like, fuck yeah, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, I'm the son of God. Give me some toys, dad. Like, 
I think it was like I want a dirt bike. No, he found out when he was twelve. He didn't become active as a prophet until he was thirty. Oh, so okay. he had eighteen years to come to terms with it. That's interesting. But imagine if there's a twelve-year-old out there right now that hears a voice in his head <laughs> telling him that God fucked his mom and dad just kind of raised him, or that's why he went that's out for cigarettes and never came back, right? Or whatever. Isn't this Man of Steel? The plot of Man of Steel. He finds out another man raised him, and his mom. I don't know. Kryptonia didn't come down and fuck Martha. So, so, so I mean, no, that's the, the difference. No. I think the funniest part is that kid is out there. He's in a mental institution, right? Yep. With that how, haircut, how do we know it's not Scott? It is me. It is you. Welcome with your hair. Thank well, no. you. Now, he, he's thirty. <laughs> he's sitting right by the side of an exit going into Boulder yeah, with right? another dollar from Scott. <laughs> He's like, please. That one dollar is the one thing I need to get my church off the ground. That would be hilarious. <laughs> you know what makes me laugh super hard is it's uh, uh, one of my grandparents and my extended family uh, on Facebook shared a picture that says, like, share this picture if you know Jesus. Was it Obi-Wan? It was Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> and, like, they didn't know for sure. Uh, they I didn't. I was like, there was no way because I'm pretty sure they're not into Star Wars. Wow. And they My didn't mom know. shared the screenshot of the cast of Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And it said, share if you support our veterans. I saw that one too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She it's... shared it and I just, I commented, I was like, oh, oh, mom. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Right? <laughs> no, it's true. Get you that booty sweat. Should have put that gif on where it's like, and then show like like Tom Cruise dancing in the bat suit. Oh, right. Oh, man. God, I love uh, that movie. No, that movie uh, is. That, uh, that right yeah. there is my favorite performance of Tom Cruise ever. Right. right. Get, get a gif of Ben Stiller licking the guts of someone's head. <laughs> ah. These That's effects hilarious. are great, guys. It's blood, awesome. Warm, oh. blood-flavored corn syrup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my getting to know you question. Yes. Let's uh, let's lighten it up a little bit here. Getting to know you. Describe your ultimate sandwich. Oh. I'm so fucking hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, See, this that, is not helping. Mm, come back to me. That pizza cannot get here any sooner. The ultimate sandwich. Now, myself and the BFFFFF Joe. Um, I, who I'm realizing now is getting mentioned every episode, but that's just because that's, you know, that's, no, that's the nature of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is that there, you know, they're there. Um, we went real simple. All right. Now we, we would get hoagie buns. Okay. All right. Our favorite thing to do was to make these sandwiches. Right. But we went simple, but extreme in terms of Italian flavor. Now what we would do is we would get the hoagie roll. Um, we didn't have a toaster oven, so we would toast each side individually. We would have to flip over the side to toast said buns. Mm -hmm. And what we would do is we would take uh, either pepper jack cheese or mozzarella, put it on with some capicoli salami, cotto salami, whatever kind of salami it was. It it was always salami, though. Probably some uh, mayo, mayo and mustard, and uh, pickles. Always pickles. And I think that was about it. And Joe and I in high school probably ate about a million of these sandwiches. Just some salami, just some either pepper jack and mozzarella. I think we went Swiss once or twice, potentially. We weren't picky. We were never picky, but we always made these sandwiches. And they were never like, I think maybe we had bologna once or twice, but they were almost always salami. Can't go wrong with salami. Now, since, now it depends, because you say the ultimate sandwich, because I personally, like, if I was, if I went to the store to buy sandwich things and you said, let's make some sandwiches, I would probably go with that selection. If we went to Subway, 
This is where things change up a little bit right. because I'm a tuna fiend when it comes to Subway sandwiches. Mm. Always tuna with the oil and the vinegar and the salt and the pepper. Okay. And the mayo and the mustard still. All right. That is my definitive answer. Nice. Actually, no, that's not because I need to go back. Hold on a second. Jimmy John's. You go to Jimmy John's, right? Nothing better than the beach club. I I have some complaints about Jimmy John's, though. Oh, you do? I do. Well, this isn't about complaining about Jimmy John's. This is about sandwiches. Shit. I don't, I'm okay. not happy This is about, about sandwich. That. We're going to talk about sandwiches. Okay. I'm talking about how they won't deliver me well, a sandwich. You said pass, <laughs> and we need. You said pass, and we need to get to yeah. deciding how, you know, what sandwich your ultimate sandwich is. That's where I'm at. Also, triple stacker PB and J's. If I'm going to PBJ, I'm going to triple stack it. Mm. Daniel's done. All right. All right. So, um, mine's kind of a homemade favorite. It's uh, just simple. Uh, so, just wheat bread. Um, my grandpa, he, he hunts deer a lot. So, he would make deer steak, deer salami, deer jerky, all this other stuff. Yum. wonderful food so it would be just like you the deer salami some swiss cheese uh lettuce pickles mayo mustard i wouldn't say we never put lettuce and tomato on ours it was more of like if we had it and if we had the patience oh believe me i am so freaking lazy with making sandwiches with exactly my, myself. Right? <laughs> that's the tough part is that you have to cut the tomato and the tomato has that you know like the seeds and the stuff and it gets mm. around it gets messy well, you're you like to... i want a sandwich this thick i have meat <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't want to go shopping because optimally we would make a you know a scooby scooby-doo sandwich yeah. every time you know with the eggplant and the yes. chocolate syrup yeah. you know what i mean like every right. single time just be super weird with it think about the yeah. effort that goes into that though yeah. All right, so I mean, I, Scott's not done yet. Um, okay. So sorry, my, my complaints about Jimmy John's is that I live on 128th <laughs> Avenue. Jimmy John's is on 120th Avenue. That mm-hmm. is eight mm-hmm. blocks from my goddamn house. They will not deliver. They will to not me. deliver because well, because what if they can't do it fast enough? Because if, if they can't do it fast, their mm-hmm. radius is a mile. They are literally in a spot where they don't deliver to anybody. Right. Because it's a mile. He, he, here's the tough spot is that you know where I live, and yeah. I'm like off of 120th. I'm, I don't live far from you at all. No. They won't, they won't deliver to me either. Well, I know. I'm closer than I've you tried. are. I've tried. Well, where am I now? Like, am yeah. I closer now no. to them? No? no. Okay, cool, because I just moved down the street. Because oh. they're off the highway. I'm, I'm off the highway. Are they? Oh, okay. Oh, no, then that is kind of bull crap. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. How dare they? And I went in there, it's and I complained. Right. They're like, it's, it's a out of our, our delivery window. I don't care. I, I drove down here in five minutes. So can you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, I, the de- the sandwich delivery thing is always bullshit. It is. It, it is. Always. But I love, I love when they, when that you're there and like uh, 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 they're quippy mm-hmm. and they're totally with the, the service and like you're there. It takes them about 10 seconds to whoop up your sandwich when you're in the store and the guy hands it off to me. Probably the fastest service I've ever gotten. I ordered, I paid and he's handing over the sandwich and I was like, damn, I haven't even got my drink yet. And they're like, yeah, sorry about the wait. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, this is what this Jimmy John's service is about. Nice. Yes. Wife won't let me do Jimmy John's anymore. How come? I, oh. Guy's a trophy hunter. Yeah. Oh. He's, He's a contributing to yep. the uh, endangered species list. I know that. Great. Yeah, so. That's not That's right. Cool. I like Firehouse better. Nice. 
pretty Me much. Me too. Right? That, those are, those are as close good. to Scooby sandwiches as you can get. Yeah. What we like to do is get that brisket, right? Mm-hmm. But put mayo on it. Yeah. Ooh, like as if it wasn't rich enough. Let's make it richer. Sounds like a sandwich you would eat. Why are you rich? To make me more hungry? See, huh? Why are you trying to make me more hungry? I'm not. I'm today. sorry. Okay. The the pizza's on its <laughs> so way. My, All right. My ultimate sandwich. If I'm if I'm making stuff at home, this is the sandwich I make. The classic BLT. Ooh, yeah. So I put I put down the bread, rye bread. It's got to be a marble rye. Mm-hmm. It goes really good with a BLT. Not pumpernickel. No. No pumpernickel. Not a pumpernickel. No. Okay, all right. More the marble rye. I, I dig a I good that. marble no, rye. It's got that swirl to it. Yeah. Yeah. That swirl. You toast it slightly. Okay. Just a little bit. So I will put the t- the bread and the bacon in the oven until the Bread is just a little bit crisp. Mm-hmm. Then I take that out, take the bacon out. The bacon goes in the pan. I then start putting on the mayo on the bread. So I put one sli- swipe of mayo on there. That immediately on top of that goes the tomato. Tomato and mayo have this chemical reaction that is just so fucking tasty. It is. Yeah, no, definitely. If you're making a burger yourself, always put the mayo mm-hmm. right next to the tomato. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Good stuff. Crisp iceberg lettuce, and then I just layer on the bacon in a thatch work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, 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 yeah. You got to lay it. Yeah. Yes. Actually kind of pop them in and out and everything. Exactly, because you don't want any of them popping out, you know, or yeah. sliding out. And if you if you weave them in together, yes, then, you know, they aren't exactly going to just fly out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then another slice of marble rye on top with either a provolone or just your craft American slice. Oh, okay. All right. Keeping it simple. Awesome. The Craft awesome. American Slice. Awesome. Now, uh, is it awesome sacrilege sandwich. to add to it? Because you go to these places, they're, they're like, oh, this is a turkey BLT. And at that point, well, it's a turkey yeah. sandwich with bacon on it yeah. at that point, right? Because we're not savoring the bacon. Right. Now, what if we were to add, No, so you obviously couldn't do something like that. You couldn't add meat. But what about veggies? Because yesterday, my wife was saying, you know what would be good? A bolta. A BLTA. Avocado. Oh, yeah. Added. That's the California BLT. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. That's what yeah. that is. Okay, cool. Makes Anytime sense. Anytime you add avocado to something, just add California to the name. Oh, it does? <laughs> that, oh. That's, that's generally the rule. Oh, okay. I just thought if you added like do- a douchebag to it, that's what made it Californian. No, that's if his name is Chad. Oh, Chad. Okay. Yeah. A douchebag named Chad. Yeah. Okay. Apologies to all Chads. Douche Chad. <laughs> Quit being such a douche, Chad. Yeah, Come on, a douche, dude. Chad. I'm kidding. There are people from California that are fine. Obviously, it was just you know we're having fun with that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know people like it's weird when you go from state to state and people will be more polite than others. You know what yeah. I mean? You like here in Colorado, we are so polite, but we get people, so many people moving here recently that I wonder if the politeness is like seeping away. And it this is. is obviously its old topic going into its own. But I know, and I kind of want to keep talking about sandwiches, but like because <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like really fun. My my restaurant sandwich. Like, okay. If I I don't make it myself. My yeah. ultimate sandwich is always a club sandwich mm-hmm. because you've got the nice mix. They'll cut it into quarters and put a stab through the whole freaking thing because that's yeah. your Dagwood sandwich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They'll cut it into quarters right. and put the toothpick through and then lay it on its side. Yeah. I love that. That's a good fucking sandwich. No, it is. Um, now, what about like your – okay, so have you guys had like Snarfs? Yes. So yes. Snarfs is good. Snarfs yeah. is like a place around here. What if I told you there was a place that was even more private if it was family-owned and made Snarfs look like Subway in terms of taste and flavor? Hmm. Here's why. Snarfs is a chain, right? It's not, not, not a huge, huge one. It's not a huge chain. There's like maybe four stores in the state. Here's the deal. Uh, there's a place off of 44th 
and uh, Wadsworth okay. that I've been going to on and off a little bit more when you know earlier um, when I was in high school called mm-hmm. Hickory Baked Hams. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah, I haven't been there, but I've seen them. Right. It's not a chain though. Yeah. It's just one shop, and they uh, they're like right across from the Good Times, right next to a Wendy's, and they have all kinds of things. But the, here's the deal: they bake their own breads and they cure their own meats. And that is where the flavor comes in, is where they cure their own stuff. And they ask, you want the oil and vinegar? Yeah. You want the mayo and the mustard? Yeah. And whole or half, warm or cold. And those are, I know these questions so well because I eat there so often. Hmm. And, or at least I have been for so long. And to this day, you will, I I am convinced, like, you know, if I go to Subway, I'm getting that tuna. But if I have my choice between Subway and Hickory Bake Hams, I mean, if there were a Hickory Bake Hams closer to me, they would get so much of my money. They would be in the thousands by now because of how good this place is. I might have to check that out. I've been on the hunt for an excellent roast beef sandwich for years. I bet they'll have it. Now, hold on a second. Like shaved roast beef? Like like Portillo's style? Like it's, it's shredded roast beef that's uh-huh. almost like been stewing in a crock pot oh okay and just just so you know like uh when my wife came back from illinois with her dad she might have brought some sandwiches back from lincoln's if you've had lincoln's uh chicago that whole area is just like king of the roast beef it is true yeah she heated it up in the oven and even then it was probably the best roast beef sandwich i ever had oh yeah yeah heated up not even fresh there is a pizza place in my hometown, not far from my parents' house, called the Pizza Palace. This is a shack of a restaurant, okay? This garage is bigger than this entire building. Really? Yes. Dope. I've never had the pizza there. I've had people tell me never get the pizza there. The pizza there is gross, I guess. Okay. The roast beef sandwich there is fucking phenomenal. Okay, this is like a $15 sandwich, but you would easily pay $22 for this fucker because Ooh, it is so it. fucking tasty. Huh. So this is a, a sandwich. It's it's your full foot long. It's an Italian roll, and they just put on at least two pounds of beef. The stewed, just juicy roast beef right yes. on there. Yes. And it's served with a baggie of pepperoncinis. Those banana peppers that are just, oh my God. Every time I go back and visit, my parents are like, "Uh, do you want me to pick up something to eat? And I'm like, yes, the roast beef sandwich at Pizza Palace. Really, Rich? Yes, really. (laughs) There are two things (laughs) that when there are two things that when I go back to visit, I always get that damn roast beef sandwich because it is so fucking tasty and White Castles. They call them sliders for a reason. Oh, yeah. I got ridiculed on my plane flight out there. I was uh, hanging out with a couple of people in the front. Now, the nice thing, here's the deal. I uh, flew out to be supportive of my wife and her family mm-hmm. um, when when her dad initially got some heart failure issues. And I went out, and I'm, I'm, I'm riding in the, begin- uh, in the front of the plane because uh, I got priority seating, which was pretty awesome. Nice. And uh, I'm riding in the front, and... Man, what a tough flight when this the lady sitting next to you uh, has an emotional support puppy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she walks in, and they're both from Chicago, uh, her and the guy sitting on the other side of her. 
And so she's like, can you hold my dog for, for me? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I can. Can I hold your dog for you? Can I have your dog? Like, it was like, he, he was like, yeah, 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 probably barely. Uh, That's my dog. Yeah, and um, but anyways, they were talking about it, and I'm like, man, they're like, you know, what are you going to do right here? I'm like, probably nothing because, you know, we're here because of family emergency, but I'll probably end up getting, like, White Castle immediately. And they were like, really? They're called sliders for a reason. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And they're like, we'll get the chicken rings and do that. At least the chicken rings are good. I love I'm that like, they have chicken rings. That's do you guys, awesome. I know, right? And they were delicious. Oh, yeah. Um, lots of food, lots of food. And it was delicious still even then. And it didn't really slide out of me. I think it's when you eat these things often that these yeah. that this happens. You know what well, I mean? And, and they're typically issue. after bar. After you go to the bar, you've been drinking beer all night, you go and you get a 10 sack. And that 10 sack will slide right through you. Oh, I bet. Yeah. It reacts so well with beer that it's, it's like a colon <laughs> cleanse, man. Right. Ooh, yeah. Food engineer. I was fine. But no reason to shame White Castle. Absolutely not. No. I if became an addict years ago. Have a movie about it, you yeah. just leave them alone. Yeah. They had I a movie s- and a parody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? What parody? What do you mean a parody? Your drama. Yep. They oh, it White yeah. Castle. <laughs> oh God. Yes. <laughs> because they were doing their Dungeons and Dragons thing. The BFFF uh, would be so Bender's happy. Game. Yeah, Bender's yeah. Game, and they called it Wipe Castle, and it's a big ass toilet. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. No, that is hilarious. I set a fraternity record for White Castles. Right. Twenty-five sliders. Ooh, very in one nice. Setting. Six very hours nice. in the bathroom. <laughs> no, <laughs> six hours in the bathroom. <laughs> no, that's more like four minutes in the bathroom. <gasps> Fair enough. <gasps> right, exactly. At that yeah. point, you need an IV. You're spontaneous so weight loss. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. I feel lighter. <laughs> the bottom dropped out. Literally and <laughs> figured. That's true. What's anyway. the, what's the definitive fast food though? At the same time. Like, if you had to choose one fast food place to eat at for the rest of your life, what would the choice be? And I'm talking about this could be, um, I don't, it can't be Chipotle. Okay. Can't be Noodles and Company, things like that, that, right? Uh, (laughs) Noodles or Chipotle? Noodles. Okay. What was that? Drive-thru specific? Yeah, it's got to have a drive-thru. Okay. And if it has a drive-thru, then yeah, it counts. Okay. So it's got to have, well, drive-thru, does it have a timer on the service? That Ooh. it depends on where you go. Right. It depends uh, on where you go. I'm torn between good times and Wendy's. Fair enough. Good times is fair. Also a Colorado company. Woo. Yeah. Yes. Very true. For those of you who don't know. So their Bambino burgers are just delightful. Yes, they are. I love those Bambinos. Also the mushroom Swiss burger. Not a fan of mushrooms. I would eat those all the time. All you the don't toy? like mushrooms? I'll eat them. I'm just That's not so ironic because you were playing as Toad in Mario Tennis Aces today. You know, I'm just saying. I'm not trying to call you on your shit. Just get a just get a haircut, okay? I'm not. (laughs) You must be this tall to give me shit. Oh man, that is where I come up to on you. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'm fine with your hair. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So is everyone else I meet, Daniel? (laughs) What? Yeah. No, people like your hair. Yeah. I thought it was just rich for a second. I was like, wow, you finally found someone. (laughs) To be fair, I didn't say Uh, I liked it. I thought it was fine. Oh, it's fine with it. Okay, cool. All right. I I don't consider it necessary to give him shit about it. I'll find other shit to give him shit about. Oh, well, yeah, that's fine. Right? Well, also, like, he holds hands with my wife and stuff. Like, this is my wife's other man. I'm still kind of pissed at him for beating me to the pun earlier, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, so a little bit of history there. We were standing outside having a break, and uh, a slam came from inside the house, and uh, 
somebody said, oh, well, it must have been a door slamming. I was like, well, a window must have opened and the pissed off. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was dragging in on a cigarette right when somebody said, oh, it must have been a door closing. And I was about to speak and just a hair before that, he goes, oh, window must open. God, <laughs> I almost said that. Like if I hadn't, if I hadn't had a lung full of smoke, we would have jinxed. Wow. We would have said the exact if, same thing at the exact same if time. If you keep beating him to puns because he's smoking, I think that's the key to get that, him to quit smoking. Yeah. He'll quit smoking. I'm, I'm, I'm going like, to work on quitting smoking I, anyway. I can't let Scott beat me to puns anymore. I'm done. Quitting. <laughs> I had a pretty excellent one in uh, line at Comic-Con. I was... I was uh, doing line management, you know, standing there holding my end of line sign. Yeah. There was a couple of ladies in line, and the line was there for like an hour and a half. These ladies had been waiting for like two plus hours by the time I got there. Right. So they're sitting there and everything, you know, and we were talking about sitting versus standing, and I was like, if I, because I had to clean up the line, I was like, if I could get you guys to move into this line, okay, okay, you know. And I was like, you can stand up if you want. And she was like, I'm a preschool teacher. I have to stand all day, every day, all day, standing, standing, standing. And I went, I don't know how you can stand it. (laughs) And all these ladies that were talking just like stopped and looked at me. And I was like, I am so sorry. It was an easy target. I see the pun. I go for it. And she was like. No, that was an awesome pun. And she fist bumped me. <laughs> I was like, I, I was worried I upset you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that is awesome. That's really good. If you, if you had to choose a fast food. Fast food. Ooh. The only place you could eat fast food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Burger King. Really? Burger King? I, I, of all places? I, they have the, the tomato mayo ratio mm-hmm. perfect. And ketchup. On their, on their Whoppers. Yeah. I don't know if they train on that specifically, but that is they nail it every time. I do appreciate the mayo ketchup combination yeah. um, that, that you get from Wendy's as well as. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Now, see, Wendy's will put the, the mayo down and then the lettuce and then the tomato. So the mayo and tomato don't touch mm. on on the Whopper. It does. There you go. No. So, those, yeah, no, that is a good. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's. It's it's rough because um, then you also think about who has the definitive French fry, mm-hmm. yeah, as well. So because when you're giving one place up, you know you might go for the burgers at Wendy's, but then you're giving up uh, McDonald's French fries, yeah, right. What can you live without? Honestly, I like the Wendy's French fries better than McDonald's, but that's just me. Yeah, it is just you. Uh, yeah, Oi. it was what. If you're going to talk, Brian, turn on Brian Cam. 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 First off, I like the fucking fries. Do it me. Okay, we need to change that. But I like the fucking fries from Wendy's. Thank you very fucking much. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We broke Brian Cam earlier from our Let's Play of Mario Tennis. Fuck this. Mario Tennis. Fuck this. The brand new game coming to the Switch. Mario, fuck this. How does this work? You, you swing it. I tried swinging it. It doesn't work. As, oh, man. That was, a, that was a rough time. Mine, if I had to choose, I think I'm stuck on Taco Bell and KFC. Well, because, solid options. Uh, also, Popeye's chicken. Hmm. I love Popeye's, but let's not talk about Popeye's versus KFC. No, I guess probably more of like it would be between a burger place and a... And a uh, 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 probably Taco Bell. And Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because Taco Bell... 
They're what cheap a selection. They're, they're cheap and they're good. What a selection that yeah. you can get there, too. I mean, they've only got, like, four ingredients, but they can make a 100 things yeah. from each item. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. And then the, the specials they get, that naked chicken taco, there's nothing new that they get that I don't want to eat. You yeah. know what I mean? As opposed to, I can pass on a McRib every other year. Speaking of that, apparently they have a, uh, a watermelon freeze with, like, candy seeds or something in it now. Whoa. Right? I'm like, I want to try it, but every yeah. time I go there, it's fucking broken. No, it's like true. McDonald's. Some days you can get nachos. Yeah. <laughs> so, how often when you go to McDonald's is the ice cream machine down? They have an ice cream machine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we have that issue, right? Yeah. But Last mm. four times I've been there, wife wants an Oreo McFlurry. I'm like, can I get an Oreo McFlurry? Oh, I'm sorry. The ice cream machine is down. That's it. Why do you think we're here? Why do you think we're here? Pretty much. Which brings around, why the hell doesn't Dairy Queen deliver? There you go. Well, that's why we got Grubhub. Uh, Oh, yeah. No, Grubhub is Grubhub? Grubhub will pick up for you. Awesome. I'm going to be fat and lazy this weekend. Yeah, (laughs) definitely do the Dairy Queen. Yeah, now that's what makes you think. That's for you. That's a (laughs) gift. You accept it. Hold on. Let me. I couldn't hear it. I'm cupping it. I'm cupping it. 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 Don't you cup a fart. (laughs) I can't can't smell it. I tried to. I tried to ingest it. Give it a second. See, Dairy Dairy Queen's a solid solid entry. My only problem is their food isn't the best. No, it's not. They don't even have fries. They give you chips. They do have fries. They do have fries. That's a lie. They serve it with gravy for whatever reason. That's I've a fucking. What Dairy Queen are you guys going to? Because the one, okay, the one by my house. Okay, no, I get it. Yeah, no, some of them do. Yeah. Mine doesn't. Mine has chips. Sucks to be you, don't there's, it? It does. See, there's Dairy Queen, and then there's the Dairy Queen Chill and Grill. Yeah. No. Ah. The Chill and Grill is the one that has like the full service restaurant that has like grill burger. I smell it now. The Rich. burger's not bad. I smell what you dealt for me. That, that's for you. That was a gift. See, see, my choice that's, is Wendy's though. Four I, for four. Nice. Ooh, yeah, no, there is the four for four. That's always good. So, you know, yeah. late night drunk food, four for four. I get four things for four dollars. Eh, go home. There's also two bucks beefy five later and you're full at Taco Bell. Yeah, but then in like an hour when you go to the bathroom, you're hungry again. <laughs> Have you guys had In-N-Out Burger? No. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay, if Tell me the deal. In-N-Out were in the state, if In-N-Out were in the state, that would be my first answer. There's been rumors in and out that it's going to be. It's coming. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it's say it's coming. Springs. I'll believe it when it's here. Right. Okay, because I can't. It's just too rough. Now, the deal with them is that they eat like their food is so fresh, right? Yeah. Um, and that's why they, they haven't come here sooner is because they need to get close enough to a place that they can get fresh meat because they do not freeze their shit ever. They The reason their potatoes are so good, their fries are so good, are because they have russet cut potatoes. They cut them there and then they fry them there. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one has fresher burger and fry deals than in and out and that is the first place i go every time i'm in vegas first stop i was sick my my senior year of high school i was 18 years old and i was barfing my guts out and my parents were gonna leave me at home but they were like well if he's this sick we can't leave him at home so they dragged me with i'm just sticking my head out and peeking out the window (laughs) and they're like uh are you all right yeah what do you want to eat oh in and out burger <laughs> and I ate so much in and out they brought me in and out every time that's what they fed me when I was stuck in this hotel room for three or four days they bought me movies and stuff I was fine Yeah. brought my dog I had to hang out with my dog I was fine but all I ate was in and out from the hotel room nice. in Las Vegas it was like my eighth time to Vegas still again so it didn't really make you know it yeah. wasn't a I've been to Vegas so many times it's not even funny so yeah I've been to Vegas twice oh nice once to get married yeah 
And then another time, because my father-in-law was working there, and he was like, hey, you can come out, hang out in Vegas, and stay in my room with me. Dope. So we were You like, and Christy both are just you? Yeah. Was it Christy father? Oh, okay. I was like, was his father some bonding or was it like? <laughs> no, no, it was me and Christy both. And I was like, hey, do you need me working? You know, because my father-in-law does well when he was still with us. He did uh, trade shows. Okay. He would work the cross docks for trade shows, mm-hmm. getting trucks in and out. He was always looking for reliable forklift operators. Gotcha. And I was one of those. Dope. See? Brandon, are you here? That's supposedly our delivery driver. Oh, it's Brandon. Let's call out to him from this side of the Let garage and have him pass it under. <laughs> I want. I totally want him to pass the. the... Oh, first you want pass over, now you want pass under. Make up yes. a goddamn yeah. mind. The right? pass under. Come on, dude. Is that him? Is he here? I don't know. Oh, sure. okay. All right. No, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, Scott. Howdy. Motherfucker. Brian broke what himself happened? again. You okay? Yeah, I bit my goddamn fingers. Oh, okay. Hey Scott. Yo. How you doing? Doing right. A little tired. You, you, you did you condition your hair this morning? Uh, you know, actually, I did not. You didn't condition. I haven't showered today. Oh, you haven't showered today at all. Okay, that's fine. And I'm still this soft. Am I gonna reach out and touch your and hair here? I mean, this is like it feels kind of like sacrilege. I mean, I just okay, it is pretty soft. Yeah. I mean, that's not. I That's okay. Now, what if what if my wife give you pigtails? I mean, I don't look bad, but I'm not gonna wear them. Okay, sure. Okay, they wouldn't stand. So when my saying. hair was that long, I did pigtails frequently. Oh. Okay, no, that makes. Yeah. Your hair was that long? My hair was down to here. No way. What um, age? When was Christy um, around for this? No. Okay. No, Christy was way in the future by that point. I'm hearing doors open and closing. Yeah, me too. Here. As soon as you get back, all of a sudden, it's a piece of guy. We should have him pass it under the thing. Well, you got to sign a receipt, I bet, huh? Okay, I'm talking. I'm here. I'm talking. I'm doing this. Is this? Whoa! He's opening the garage door. He opened the garage door, and here's the pizza. It's happening right now, live, folks, on when Daniel met Rich. So goddamn bright. It is very bright all of a sudden, right? It opens up suddenly to what the world can be, right? Oh, oh, he's turning the camera. He's turning the camera. He's turning the camera so we can see. Oh, God, this is like we're suddenly outside of the box. We are so outside of the box. This is crazy. This is like a new life-changing experience for when Daniel met Rich. Oh, there he is. There's the pizza delivery guy, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Are you Brandon? Oh, they said they were sending Brandon. Well, I can't see your name tag from here, Herb. Herb. That was, I'm not standing up. I'm not, like, I'm comfortable where I'm at. We're shooting the show right now. It was uh, Herb. Herb's delivering the pizza. We're starving, folks. That's what's going on right now. We are just starving. That's why we have a live action shot going yeah, on. Yeah, right no. Now. So if you're watching the video right now, you can probably see they're delivering the pizza right now. This is a very intense experience. I might have made him angry. He's, <laughs> Luckily, he's handing the boxes. He can't. He can't spit in the pizza. That's the nice thing. That is quite a skew. Quite a skew. What's going on right now? Life is changing. Life is changing. I'm sorry, Rich. I'm sorry. 
That's fine. I'm sorry. And we're back. Now, do we have to adjust light or is it going to adjust itself because it's much darker in the shot now? That'll be fine. Here we go. Alright, you guys get to watch me eat, and then I'll let you have the scraps. Ooh, okay, no, thank you. I appreciate My that very much. Kind. We're doing that. Now now that you see the format of the show, Scott, is there anything you would like to contribute? In terms of way to talk. Is there something you've just been, that's been itching you that you want to scratch it by talking about it? Not particularly. Oh, okay, well that's fine, because our food just got here. How long has our episode been going, Ryan? Uh, hour eight. An hour and eight, geez. Yeah, I got an hour eight too. I mean, this is just like. Although we were also we we cut before, remember? Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. about hour so, twenty. Yeah. Ooh, Actually, yeah. We got, long. We got cut at seven thirty-three. Yeah. We got back at seven fifty something. Oh. What? So this is a moderate episode. Moderate. We this can come back to it after we eat if if we want or if. Yeah, that's that's so true. That's you know, we also have a new thing to shoot, a little thing for our videos. Okay. So, with buffalo wings. Yes. So why don't we just is I mean I felt like that was a substantial episode, but we also made people wait through this whole pizza delivery. But it was also a live shoot. It was a live shoot. People got a, to see the pizza delivery. Because I shot at your butt while you were signing papers. Also Sexy. true. We can always cut it if it doesn't pan out. And oh, just I cut it out. and I'm cut to people ending the. Uh, probably. Crazy's gonna love what? Yes, but. Oh yeah, long hair. Yeah. We were talking yes. about long so hair. When yes. I was in high school, <laughs> I'd say like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Decided to grow my hair out, and so it kept growing and growing and growing, and it was very hot in the summer. And <laughs> so what I did was I shaved the sides in the back, and the top was always long. Okay. So, size back, I, I mean, I went at it with the Bic Razor. You said I when was, you were 16 or 17. That's when it started, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't cool. cut it until I was 20. Okay, fair enough. Like fair that. enough. But it was long at 16, 17-ish? It was getting long. Okay. Like Duly noted. Duly it, noted. It was probably about that length, around 17. Okay. To 18. Cool. But then it got longer and longer and longer. I kept, I always pulled it back and tied it at the back of my head. Gotcha. Except when I was doing the pigtails or the, you know. Right, because the girls would be playing with your hair. Occasionally, I would do the coolio, (laughs) where it would just be. Interesting. The Medusa points and whatnot. Okay. It's good times. Lots of fun. Miss it. Not a lot, though. Fair enough. I had a 16-inch mohawk in high school. Bullshit. Yeah. That, that That was part of it. It's not bullshit. It's not bullshit, Scott. 16 fucking inches, all right? I didn't always spike it, okay? But I had, uh, I was walking through the hallway with Liberty Spikes, and my, the, one of the principals was walking by me, and he's like, you know, I could classify that as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what did you use to keep it up? Elmer's glue. Thompson's water seal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's true. Well, some people said egg whites, and it's like, geez, how? Come on. No, I used galactic glue with space debris. It was a clear. (laughs) It was clear with space debris. No, it was that was the glitter, uh, the glitter pieces that were in it. But no, uh, sometimes I went a blade. It was just easier to do liberty spikes. It was just easier to do liberty spikes um, when I did it, Uh, and I would just you know shave the sides. But I would also just leave it down just because you know sometimes yeah. it was a lot of work to put it up but if yeah. i ever had a uh, percussion competitions in high school in my dweeby little percussion ensemble and i would do like yeah i would put up liberty spikes and then eventually they were like uh yeah about that 
we can't really like you're just sticking out so much because you're already on this podium with a drum set and then you've got another foot and a half coming up the top of you and someone's like walking through the middle of the shore with uh, uh, the middle of the floor with like a marching drum on everyone's just looking at you (laughs) and i was like okay and i ended up cutting it short um my junior year uh but i still had the mohawk and that's all that matters but i ended up cutting it short um for finals and they were like okay cool whatever and it was cool it was cool while it lasted yeah definitely but otherwise yeah i would have it down and man if i don't cut my hair that shit fucking gross mm-hmm. my hair grows ridiculously fast so by the time i cut it it would be down past my chin yeah you know what i mean yeah. never I trim w- the front i would just let it all go i i could never get the liberty spikes to work mm-hmm. i always did the thin oh yeah just exactly like, yeah the blade yeah yep, yep. So I would have that going. Nice. No, that was, yeah, no. And it was, it was a fun time, but you know, sometimes I've thought about doing it again and I had it briefly before I shaved my head bald. Um, that was a couple of years ago. That was a while. I did that for fun basically. Cause I just wanted to see what it was like to be completely bald. And man, my wife made me promise never <laughs> to like make her shave me bald again. And I had the Mohawk for a second cause it was fun, but I was like, yeah, this is, this is long gone and it ain't happening no more. But yeah. Uh, and then uh, one time the the girls in the band band hall they uh they had a hair straightener and they were straightening our long hair all of us with the long hair and they straightened my hair and then it got to about 18 inches instead of 16 inches straight nice <laughs> hanging in the face doing the beaver flip doing the get out of my face flinging it around you know you know what i mean right scott oh yeah, yeah. you've got i mean you're living with the beaver flip every day by choice i don't nice. get it nice that could be your topic masochistic hairstyles masochistic hairstyles. (laughs) So to bring it around to the sexual and potentially embarrassing, because that's how we always do. Well, yeah. We we end the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be, it would be, we would be, um, it would be a shame if we didn't have that in an episode of some kind. I don't know. I think it's also important that we can go an episode without doing that. That's true. So do you want to do it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. What is, what is the weirdest non-sexual masturbatory aid you've ever used whether this is a particularly attractive rock out in the woods that might look like a vulva or you know that tree looks pretty Mm -hmm. shapely Mm -hmm. with giant titties or whatever interesting what is the weirdest non-sexual but you found something sexual in it anyway Here's the deal. I don't think I, I I have that. I don't think I have that either. Because I, but at the same, I, you seem very determined in the in the way that you definitely have yours picked out, though. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I? How do I do this? I'm trying. I'm thinking really hard. I'm thinking really hard about things that might have made me go like, damn. If, if I had to say an answer, I I've never done it myself, but I saw it and it was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> It was uh, those old school lights that you have on on the roof that just there's like a dome pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw somebody who made a meme out of it, and he's just like, "When you're so bored, you have to jerk it to the ceiling, titty." <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie, you fucked it. Totally. That's, that's kind of the heart. And soul you got on a ladder and you just. From. I I've never done this either. Uh-huh, I, sure. I haven't found anything. Oh, okay. But I was looking at like on on Reddit. There's different subreddits, right. and there's one called Earth Porn. No way. Which is kind nice. of like, well, no, where yeah, like, dig a, a dick-sized hole in the ground nature, and fuck it. Things found in nature <laughs> that have like a that looks like this tree is well hung, or you know, there's like 
cavern in some canyon and it looks like a woman sitting with her legs spread and then the cavern is the entry that's funny i once saw i once saw a rock formation in a cave that looked like job of the hut nice i mean it didn't make me horny i was like seven but i mean it's just you know it was a shape it was pretty cool well a buddy of mine in high school had a tree in his front yard yeah that had a growth coming out of it that looked just like a dick (laughs) <laughs> so whenever he gave people directions to his house, he would be like, my house is the one with a tree with a dick in the front yard. <laughs> and a tree has a boner. He gave me these directions and I was like, that is oddly specific. Right. And I followed the directions and I was in his neighborhood and I will be damned if I didn't see that tree with this big fucking heart on. <laughs> Look for the tree with extra wood. Yeah. And I was just like, that is so strange. But it, it, one time he threw a party and a girl comes and goes, I like your yard. <laughs> we were like, we bet you do. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There is that, there's like an apple with like a booty or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I saw that. There was like, yeah, there's just like funny pictures like yeah. that. There's nothing, you know, like anything that's actually like legitimately like giving me, you know, uh, a hard on? No. Except for that yeah. one time you fucked a pie, right? That was, that's. That was on a dare. Do I look like Jason Schwartzman? Do I even like, no, that was like, man, I'm just. If you know a better way to frost a strudel, I'd like to hear it. All I know is I came home. All I know is I came home and I just found apple everywhere. (laughs) Was Steve Jobs there? Oh, yes. Whoa. You know, what was actually really interesting is that uh, my my brother-in-law has a, has a, um, he has a wildlife and pest control business, mm-hmm. and he actually made the website for it. Shoe life uh, and pest control. Pest control. That's a long ass URL. It really is. So I made this website right, and uh, really, can we just like shoe life? And I'm gonna show you guys the picture, okay? So he gave me just like a long list of these items, right? And uh, oh, maybe it's just shoe pest control, yeah, because it had to be short. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, and it's gonna load. Yes. Okay. Cool. So we have this, and there's um, he has some pictures, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, you guys are gonna see it yourself. Real quick, woodpecker he caught. Look at that pecker. There's a bee, hey. beehive in here. It oh, is beehive. the spitting. God damn it! <laughs> you get out of my head. <laughs> there it is. He did it again. What does that look like? Uh, ooh. Yeah. Yep. Looks like Tuesday night at the BDSM club. Oh, kind of looks like a vajay. You're into mummies too, obviously. <laughs> kind of looks like a vajay. I always thought that. That I mean. Maybe it's just me. No, it's not just you. It's not, not just, just me. You. Okay, yeah, that does look like a. All right, for those of you watching the video, here no, it, it is. Oh. It does look kind of like a vajay. I thought that was always interesting. Nice. Said one. Anyway. Anyways. So. Fun topic. Yeah. I'm glad. Well, I'm kind of glad yet disappointed that. We covered that, and yeah. none of us. I've have never any seen a sh- that. an inanimate shape that's made me need to beat off. Me know? neither. And I've never been in a desperate enough situation to where it was just like, you know what, that'll do. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. I just need to look at this. I'd rather imagine something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Than like 
beat off to a potato that looks like a butthole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What was that oddly specific, Scott? Don't yeah, you look at me. Don't you look at me like that. I don't know what it if, is. If your potato looks like a butthole, did you already try to eat it or what? I believe the fifth. <laughs> like, I don't know what this is. Would you like uh, uh, tossing salad? Polishing the rusty sheriff's badge. Yeah. The, the tuber ducks. flashlight. Potatoes are tubers. Yeah, I get that. Tuber. Some are legumes. It's a tube flashlight. Right? Legume light. That's so funny. Flesh legume? I don't know. Uh, make it one of those like uh, loaded potato fleshlights, then you have sour cream in there. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you <laughs> well, if you want your potato fully loaded. <laughs> <laughs> you phrased it way better than I did. Nice. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry, too. We're about to dip into some pizza and wings yeah, here. Yeah, we need to do that. So let's do that. I agree. All right. I'm hungry. Thank you for joining us. I'm this hungry. has been When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm hungry. I'm Scott. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. Thank you. Fuck Join you us too. next time. Fuck you, Scott. Love you, baby. Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you let me know if you was the Hobbit, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. I got. I got. Okay. Okay. I love you too. And this is.